As people, we find ourselves caught up in the rush of life, allowing all sorts of things to pour into our hearts and our minds, fogging our view of godly living. Join us as we navigate life with Christ in this era. Welcome to the Outpro with Tiho and Tiamo. It's just real people having real conversations. conversations. <laughs> Hi everyone. We hope you have had an amazing week and we hope that you are doing well from wherever you're listening from. Last week, we spoke about how to get through the trial. And, you know, sometimes your trial or your hard season is a couple hours a day or a week or a couple of months, you know, and God delivers you. Um, and as quickly as you get into the situation, you get out of it. So it's, it's really like God showing you his power, his delivering power, his um, rescue power like oh god saved me god took me out of that situation god um came through for me you know but other times your trial or your heart season can be longer than just a couple months you know it can be mm. a year you can have like that one year where you're like oh my gosh 2020 was whew, you know or it can be a couple of years and Usually what happens in that time where your trial is a very long time is that you start seeing God differently, you know, and in previous seasons where the trial was like really short, God was the deliverer, but now God is your comfort in the fire. And now you're knowing the God who the, the God who comforts you. Now you're knowing the God who carries you, you know, you're knowing the God who brings you back from the edge every time you're super close to there. And there are trials in our lives where I don't know if you guys have experienced it, right? But sometimes you you know you you you've never been in a situation where you are so 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 close to the edge and then one year, you know, or one day all of a sudden you are so close to the edge that God brings you back each time. But like, when you look back, you're like, man, I, I don't know how I, how I got out of there because every single day I was having thoughts that I never thought I would have in my life. That's I would go to, I would go to sleep and hope that I don't wake up, but I'd wake up in the, I'd wake up the following morning. You know, you have those days where you're like, God, I need you to take me through this moment mm. and once the moment ends you like take me through this moment so you you start needing God every day or every hour or every minute or every second you're like God I need you to take me through right now and then right now passes and you're like okay I need you to take me through right now because I, I can't do it I can't do it I'm not coping you know and when you're in situations like that God is different from you experience God differently to how you experienced him in the past, because now he's literally your carrier. Now he's the God who holds you. Now he's your shelter. Now he's your comforter. And he's all of these things because you're in this hard place. And last week um, in the episode titled going through the fire, and please, if you haven't listened to it, please, please, please listen to it. We spoke about how to, get through every single day like the day-to-day of the trialing period and um really walk through that hard place until you get out of it yeah and so today we are going to be talking about 
the importance of what you got in that hard period because all hard times end um it's just the cycle of life you know it's just how how things go there is nighttime and there is daytime it's just how life goes um but it's important to not let the hard time go and pass and you forget about it as if it never happened like you just erase 2017 for example you're like who 2017 is done okay we never that year didn't happened. exist it never happened and there's no. this that we do like we we dated people whatever then all of a sudden now we don't we don't know them anymore they they want to part of our lives <laughs> what you mean girl me date him never <laughs> there was one time i must confess there was one time where i did that a friend of mine was like hey remember there was my and i was like who <laughs> me <laughs> i don't know who that is <laughs> but yeah but exactly, you know, we, we, we want to completely forget about that hard time because it traumatized us so much that we don't want to think about it. We don't want to think about how God carried us through that. We, anything that has to do with that one month, that one year, that one time of your life, we don't want to think or talk of it about any of it. Yeah. You know, just as you're talking, and oh, I'm just thinking about how, it's even in the little things, you know, in the things that we don't have in the desperate season where we don't have anything. You know, I'm thinking about how Jesus fed the, the 5,000 people just out of five loaves and two fishes. That even in the little, even in the desperate times where there's all of these people looking at you just to feed their mouths, you know, there's so many things that are happening and you don't have any resources that God still becomes your resources. If he still comes for you, though you think you don't have anything, it is not dependent on you. But remember who sustains you, remember who your provider is. And uh, I'm just, oof, that was that was so good, you know. But yeah, like Tiamo says, you know, going back to where we come from is it's 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 a two-way kind of thing. Because for many of us, I think Tiamo, we what we know is, you know, people say, rather the devil I know. And even just mm. that statement should talk about the danger of that rather the devil I know, I would rather deal with the darkness. I would rather deal with um, the, the suicide thoughts I used to think about. I would rather be in that relationship that I was in because it is all I know, you know? And yeah. others have sort of numbed their way through it. And because it's all they know, they think that it's better than, it's better to go back than um, moving forward. Like the Israelites, for instance, at some point, just as they left Egypt, they were like, shoo, we'd rather go back to Egypt because there was food there. But forgetting about God's promise and the promised land that they still need to go to. And, you know, just how the whole Bible kind of always lets us know that you don't have to go back. God has a promised land that is set out for you. You know, God has yeah. ordained places for you. He's already spoken words in rooms that you haven't entered. He's already like convicted people's hearts of that. When they come face to face with you, they better come correct because you are a child of God. So there's no reason 
for you to ever feel like you need to go back to a dark spot because that is where your grace will be. That is where you'll feel better or, or everything will be fixed then because there is a promised land that has been set out for you, that is ready for you. And we need to just walk through, you know, faith without works is dead. And the work of after the fire becomes so important because that's where you need to continuously renew your mind. You need to continuously guard your heart, you know, the work after it. Because when you think about it, what got you into the fire in the first place? because you sort of disobeyed god not not even you sort of you you disobeyed god you you went astray you you found comfort in things that you weren't supposed to find comfort in you were friends with the wrong people you you dealt in the wrong business that you weren't supposed to and and a good thing oh i just thought about this one time i attended a bible study right and they were talking about like what is sin because for many of us, we think sin is if I kill somebody, then I've sinned. You know, if I've stolen and I've had a whole money heist, then only I've sinned. And we think about all these big things as sin. And that's not sin. Sin is actually disobeying God. And yeah. when we go into the fire, God wants to make us clean. God wants to see himself in us. God wants to refine all of those impurities. And hence, he removes all of those sinful things. He removes all of those darkness um, in that fire. What you're saying is that sometimes we put ourselves in situations and we, we end up in, in a hard time. Like I remember a friend, there's that one year that you always talk about how you got into something and even though you had led yourself there and you you knew that i'm at this place because god is isn't pleased with how i've been doing things and i'm at this place and i know that god's gonna you know change me because of what i'm going through Mm -hmm. but what you're saying is that and, and sometimes it does happen, you know, that we, we put ourselves in a bad situation or we hang out with the wrong people or we just go, you know, a side note, which is not really a side note, right? I, there was one time, okay, not, it was actually many times. I, 2015, I started doing this thing where I was like, okay, God, before every relationship or when I am with someone, I'm going to ask you about them because I'm trying to bring you into my life. And more than once, I must confess, I asked God and God clearly said, nope. And I was like, okay, well, thank you so much for that information. I still feel like I, I want to be with them. I know now that it's, it's going to end, you know, because, you know, it's not the person that you have for me, but I'm still going to be with them. And every time I regret being in those relationships because they ruined me, you know, like, at the end, I was like, oh my gosh, now God has to fix one and two and three and four and five. And it could have all been avoided had I not been, had I not entertained the things that I was entertaining. And sometimes it does happen that we get ourselves in bad situations. And that fire period is because we got, we, we, we found ourselves in the wrong places. We found ourselves entertaining the wrong things. And when God delivers you, from that or when god brings you out of that time when god delivers you when he heals you when he mends your wounds and you've completely forgotten about it you know friends sometimes it happens that you were with you have that ex or that friend 
yeah. that during the period you wanted absolutely nothing to do with them. But after you, you've, your, your, your wounds are healed and stuff, you're like, oh, but I remember, you know, there was that one nice time and you're like, oh man, he was so sweet. <laughs> like, oh, he was so sweet. And you, you've forgotten the, the trauma that you went through. And usually if we don't pay attention to, to that period where you start thinking the good things because you've forgotten the trauma of, of, of the situation and how you are feeling, you want to go back or, or, you know, you, you don't, for example, you don't want to be lonely or you hate being lonely that you become like the Israelites and start saying, man, you know, in Egypt, at least we had food. Now we don't even have anything to eat. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want to revert back to what was binding you because you're facing something that you feel like is uncomfortable yeah. or you like, man, it, the, even though that was bad, it wasn't that bad, you know, mm -hmm. and you start wanting to go back to what you know, like I know someone and he once said to me that, you know, sometimes if you've been in a dark place for long enough, it, it becomes comfortable. Yeah. So the thought of, of laughing and being out of there kind of scares you because you've become accustomed to living in the darkness. You've become accustomed to, you know, everything that isn't good, but you've become used to it. So the, the thought of being out of there traumatizes you so much because it's the unknown. So you would rather stay in your toxic detrimental um, situation because you just, it's, it's comfortable and it's what you know and it's what you're used to. Yeah. And, and you know, we'll get, we'll get through the fire, you know? And, you know, in desperate times, you, you are just holding on to God. You are going through it. You are crying. You, God is opening, opening you up. And you, you get to really see what was not meant for your life you get to you get to see the things get taken out you get to see who you'll become you know you'll get to see um god's promises for your life clearer and 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 but then the moment we step out and then we go back into those things remember going through the fire wasn't easy and now you have to go through the fire again I always say, man, and all my friends know, man, I'd rather go sing Holy, Holy, Lord God Almighty for the rest of my life than go through some of the stuff I went through again. And I never, I never want to find myself into a position where God has to strip everything, everything, everything from me to restart me. But I want to be at a point where every day I'm literally walking with God. I'm anything I'm consulting with him. You know, if I want to go into a new business deal, if I want, if I'm, if I'm going into a new relationship with somebody, I really want every step of my life to be with God so that I may not stumble and I may not be in things where I will have to endure the fire again, that God take out those, you know, and it's because it's, it's not easy. It's yes, it's a necessary time to go through the fire, but it is not easy, especially if it was prevented, if it was preventable, if you had just obeyed God. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes well, not sometimes, most of the time, you know, and I'll speak for myself too. When the hard time is over, like I said previously, we, we, we don't want to look at it, look back. We don't want to think about it. We just really want to move past it so much so that 
we forget to reflect on and to take with us what God spoke to us mm-hmm. about during that time. Like who, who God revealed himself as during that time. Like I remember in, um, the, in last week's episode, I was talking about how last year, um, I was looking to, for school to get to do honors. And eventually I didn't say this in last week's episode guys, but eventually I did, um, do honors and like it was super crazy they called me one random morning and they were like girl we actually have space would you like to come and i was like you asking obviously you know? <laughs> but <laughs> but and i was literally there the, the next day i'm not even lying but um my point is in that season i learned how to how i learned what worship is and i learned how to worship in the midst of things looking the complete opposite of how you want them to look. And I learned how to worship even when it it feels like, it feels like so much work and so much effort and how to worship, even though you feel extremely weak. And if I had just said, whoof, that's done. I have school now. Thank you, Jesus. Goodbye. Then I wouldn't have learned what God was trying to teach me in that moment, which was the importance of worshiping without um worshiping in a way that's um not ceasing yeah you know like you worship regardless of the season you worship regardless of the situation no matter what you worship i wouldn't have learned that or taken that with me rather had i just said oh i'm done oh thank you jesus for you know getting me out of that i'm done and mo most of the time when a situation is so traumatic we don't look back to 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 carry what god has taught us we don't look back to carry with us into the future what god has showed us and it makes that period useless mm. and it makes like you went through that for nothing because what god was trying to make you take with you in life you've left back and you won't take it again so because god is a loving god he will out of mercy bring a situation into our lives again to teach us how to how to in my instance how to worship regardless of the season mm. you know and like you said friend it hurts the fire really hurts it it sometimes it feels like your spirit is leaving your body. Like sometimes you feel like, God, I'm, my heart is so heavy. I'm so tired and I don't want to do this, yeah. you know? And it becomes for nothing if you don't, if, if you go back to things that got you, for example, in a bad place, or if you don't take what God is, has been trying to show you or what God wants you to take out of the situation, then it's all in vain and it was for absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, and I'm just, oh. I'm reminded of um, Matthew 15. And basically what it talks about is that how God doesn't take pleasure in us worshiping that's not connected to the heart. You know, worshiping with your whole heart, soul, and body, and your mind becomes so important because at, at that level, you've, you've connected with the Holy Spirit. He dwells in you. So even after your worship, right your this is worship by worship i mean like now you're praying um you're singing but your whole body remember that just your whole life should be a worship your acts what you say should be a whole worship but now i'm just referring to the praying and like worship songs whatnot even after that you know it's it's so important to 
really be at a place where everything that you do, including your heart, which becomes so important, is done in the same accord as what the Holy Spirit wants for your life. Because like like we, we, we were just saying now, you know, everything will then repeat, you know. And sometimes, here's the thing, when we don't worship with everything connected, when I mean everything, I mean heart, body, mind, is that sometimes we leave out missing. We'll go to church and we'll worship. We'll worship with our body, but not necessarily connected with our heart. And this is where we come in. We come into instances where the mind knows that what I'm doing is wrong, but the heart is still like, oh, you know, the heart wants what it wants. And we get deceived into these things because our heart was not connected to our worship. And your whole body is not a, 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 a an instrument of worship, but only your mind is. And now that's why it's so important when you worship, you worship holy. Every single part of you becomes a worship. When you walk into a room, you, you the way you act the way you present yourself the way you speak to people whatever your hands touch becomes a worship that whatever you do becomes to 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 the goodness of the lord you know everything that you do whether you, the bible talks about whether you eat or you drink do it to the goodness of the lord right mm. and so that's why i just find it so important to i love psalms 51 if you've listened to our lives at fires or if you've had a conversation with me I mentioned Psalms 51 a lot because I believe that it's so important for us to, okay, so Psalm 51, before I get there, Psalm 51 says that create in me a pure heart and renew a steadfast spirit within me. You know, creating a clean and pure heart, it's not something that happens once. It's not that sitting that you can just do and every time, it's it will happen creating a pure heart you need to tap into that as much as you can because if you don't tap into that as much as you can you know a lot of things happen into the world you won't be aware of what's going on in your heart if you don't check in what's going on with your heart hence it's so always check what's actually going on in here you know, what am I thinking about? How I, how am I responding to other people? How's my worship? Is it still connected? Lord, is, is my heart still pure to be, to, to worship? You know, is, is it aligned with what your word says? You know, are you happy with my worship? Is my heart okay? Is my mind okay? Is my spirit okay? And I just feel like it's so important that we don't do it as often as we should, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have something to say to somebody. If you feel like you're in a moment or a time in your life where you are praying for one thing, right? And God is making you be that to other people. For example, you need healing in your life or you need God to really come through but you're being put in a situation where you are made to minister healing and life into other people. Just know that it is part of God's plan. And when the Lord sees a time, he will bless you with what you need. And it, it, it's not, sometimes it is like very difficult to give people encouraging words when you yourself need encouraging words, but 
in moments where you feel like, man, God, I'm praying for this. And now someone is coming to me and I have to tell them, you know, that God will come through and he's a good God. And I have to pray with them. It's, it's hard and it's hard, but sometimes those things happen for a reason and don't, don't get weary or don't push people away because you feel like, no, I need God to come through for me. So I want someone to lay hands on me, you know, but understand that it is part of the Lord's plan and he's working something in you. And when it is time, God will come through for you. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. God can do something for you. And, you know, we can't focus on only changing what was burnt in the fire, but we really need to do the work continuously. <laughs> and, you know, it just in transforming our mind and guarding our heart that we may drive what we think we know and truly become who God intends us to be. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, friend, what happened there? I was at home um, the beginning of September. I took a week off from school. And I came home and I remember one day um, I woke up and I was talking to my dad and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's rained. It, it rained last night. And he was like, you didn't hear? And I was like, no, I didn't. I can't believe the first spring rains came and I was asleep. Fine. Anyways, that conversation ends. I get back to Pretoria and I, I love, you know, stars and like I pay attention to what, what's, what stars are in the sky at what time of the year. So I get to Pretoria and at the, the place that I, the flat I stayed at last year, I had like a little balcony. So I go out that night and I'm like, oh my word, Orion's belt is in the sky. I, how did I not know, you know? Mm. And I think it was, a, a, I don't know if it was that same day or a day later, but then the Holy Spirit said to me that, you know, sometimes the, the way that you, you, you didn't know that, the, the first spring rains had come and you didn't know that the summer stars were in the sky is the same way that sometimes when a hard time or a trial in our life is over, we still carry ourselves as if we're in that time, not noticing that the season of barrenness, for example, is over or the season of the wilderness is over. So we carry ourselves like we're still there, even though we're not there anymore. And you know, it's, it's important to, and, uh, to, to be aware of the season change. It's important to conduct yourself and carry yourself like you're in a new season when you are in a new season. Sure. And I think you can only know that once you truly become the main character in your life. Because when you are the main character, <laughs> your story becomes your story. Nobody can take charge of your story, you know? You are able to, to, to take charge of what happens in your heart. And what happens in your heart is, is, is what's transferred from your mind, right? And so when you are truly the main character of your story and you are living by God's word and the Lord truly is the one that's leading your life into this place or you going into your promised land, that is truly where you will become who God intends you to be. When you realize that, that time is now over. It's time for me to step into a new season. The spring rains have gone, have gone, have rained last night, but now the sun is out. It's time for me to be a new person.
We are super excited about the journey we are on with you guys and we are really grateful and appreciate every single person that listens to these podcasts. So please do comment on every episode post that we post on our social media. We are keen to know what's on your mind and how your journey is going and applying your mind to what we talk about on our podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast so that we can be able to extend the audience. And that is it for now, but that's okay because there will be a new episode out next week. And like always, guys, pour yourself out so that God can pour into you.